Now, this is a campaign founded on speaking the truth. Not just when it's easy, but when it's hard. Not just to the Democrats, but to our own side. And not just to other campaigns and candidacies, but to ours. And so I will stick to the truth tonight. The first hard truth, and this one's hard for me. I gotta admit this. But we've looked at it every which way, and I think it is true that we did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight. And I think that that's just a hard fact that we're going to have to accept as a campaign. He almost got down to Biden whisper, whisper mode. Uh, not quite, though. Not quite. No surprise win for Vivek Ramaswamy. So the question then is, what is he going to do now? As of this moment, we are going to suspend this presidential campaign. And this is going to have to be, there is no path for me to be the next president, absent things that we don't want to see happen in this country. It's a weird thing to include. And I think that I am very worried for our country. I think we are skating on thin ice as a nation. I mean, he's hinting at, you know, awful things happening to the former president and maybe a couple of former governors or current governor. You know, like that's that's a weird thing to include. Uh, but so he's out and... And I'm also making the decision that this has to be an America first candidate in that White House. As I've said since the beginning, there are two America first candidates in this race. And earlier tonight, I called Donald Trump to tell him that I congratulated him on his victory. And now going forward, he will have my full endorsement for the presidency. And I think we're going to do the right thing for this country. Uh, or or my full endorsement for pick me for vice president. Um, although I think that's kind of unlikely, frankly. Uh, White House spokesperson, though. I could see him being the uh, – <laughs> wouldn't that be fun? I would go back to watching White House press briefings. I haven't watched a press briefing in a while. Uh, I, I I can't watch Grinjan P. I just can't. <laughs> I can't. It's bad for me. It's bad for her. It's bad for the show. Uh, so I just don't. I pretend it's not real. Pretend it doesn't happen. Anyway, uh, President Trump, former President Trump, of course, for his part, a very, um, I mean, unity speech, right? He talked about how the whole country is going to come together, right? Come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all of the death and destruction that we're witnessing. That's practically never been like this. It's uh, just so important. And I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too. It's going to happen soon. So he actually congratulates uh, Governor DeSantis and former Governor Haley on their second-place finish, and he kind of throws a joke. But, you know, even when he makes this joke, he's not trying to be mean because he immediately pivots away from leaning into the meanness of it. Very well. We don't even know what the outcome of second place is. <laughs> I mean, people laughed because it was funny, but he he really wasn't trying to be mean at that time. He was trying to be just something different. So... He gets to closing his, not closing it, but like the per- first part is over, all the perfunctories of thanking his wife and his kids and, you know, thanking his opponents and, you know, the, the great people of Iowa. And then he's moving into the more like substantial portion of the speech. Okay, this is somebody who trounced in Iowa yesterday, 51% of the vote. Like, he got a majority in a four-person field, which that was an uncertainty, right? But that's what the polling had indicated, that he would do that well. And Jake Tapper on CNN, that's, a, that's my station of choice, you know, just kind of watch it. Because I was, I was curious what the other side would be saying about us. And um, I, 
this is amazing. I mean, this is genuinely like I don't get surprised a lot by what happens in the media, but even I was caught off guard by the vehemence of the commentary when they closed off President Trump's mic, basically, when they talked over him to... I'll, I'll share this with you in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. You won't mm. believe it if you didn't happen to hear this last night. I've heard about it, but I have not heard it oh, yet. Oh, no, this so is I'm, amazing. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this. Uh, I'm not seeing anything out there on the roadways yet. We don't have any major accidents reported by FDOT. And uh, looking on my congestion map here, I don't see any slowdowns or tie-ups to tell you about. 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90, I don't see any accidents there. And uh, Highway 29 south through Cantonment, you're looking good there. If you see anything slowing you down, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. And just just for a little bit of context here, um, Jake Tapper used to be one of my favorite news people. He was genuinely great when he covered the White House, when he was in the White House press uh, room, when he would grill Jay Carney. And I mean, he was genuinely a great White House press uh, reporter for ABC back in the day, if I remember correctly. Of course, then he switched to CNN and he fell off a cliff. But... Um, but this just this is amazing. So Trump is closed is not even closed. He's just kind of in his speech. He's going to start talking about issues, right? Here you listen. So we're going to come together. We're going to drill baby drill right away. Yeah. Drill baby drill. We're going to seal up the border. Because right now we have an invasion. We have an invasion of millions and millions of people that are coming into our country. I can't imagine why they think that's a good thing. Donald Trump declaring victory with a historically strong showing in the Iowa caucuses. If these numbers hold, the biggest victory for a non-incumbent president in the modern era for this contest. A relatively subdued speech as these things go so far, although here he is right now under... Under my voice, you hear him repeating his anti-immigrant rhetoric. Uh, he did take time to praise his rivals, Haley and DeSantis and Ramaswamy by name. Rather un-Trump-like to do that. Uh, gracious, but perhaps a sign of some message discipline, at least for one night. Uh, so, I'm going to talk over the guy that just won, that is the choice of a majority of the caucus goers in Iowa that is going to be most likely the next candidate for president and half the country wants him to be president, right? You know, I mean, ish. Um, but it's important for me to tell you that he's uh, repeating his anti-immigrant rhetoric and that, um, you know, he's he seems to be nice here for just a moment. I mean, it's uncharacteristic of him to be nice. He's not wrong. It's It's true. Um, but he is, you know, exerting a little bit of message discipline for once, <laughs> which again, I mean, he's not saying false things, but these are things you should just keep to yourself, Jake. It's not your job to censor the winner because you think you need to avoid giving him speech time on CNN. Oh, this gets worse. Th- that That's just... I mean, that's not even an appetizer for what's about to happen. That's that's more like, you know, that's the bread. That's the free bread that you get for sitting down. Okay? This is where it just went completely off the rails. The victory for Mr. Trump was a decisive one. The number's still coming in, but Trump on course as of now to have the strongest showing of any non-incumbent in the modern era of the Iowa caucuses. And the entrance polls show how, with 
majorities of caucus goers saying that they believe the lie that President Biden didn't win legitimately. It's a false belief, but it shows the degree to which Trump has has remade and refashioned the Republican Party in his image, not only with new Repu- <laughs> Republican voters coming in, but also by convincing Republicans of his ideology, even when empirically false. Mr. Trump, of course, <laughs> facing 91 felony charges, and the majority of caucus goers today said that they would vote for him for president, even if convicted, whether related to his attempts to overturn the 2020 election or his handling of classified materials. Either way, nonetheless, a powerful, powerful victory for him, record-breaking if the numbers hold. <laughs> if the numbers hold? None, yeah, if the number. I don't know who was uncertain about the numbers at this point, but, you know, well... I mean, he's a liar, and he's everything he says is false, and he's brainwashed a whole bunch of Iowa voters, obviously, who don't even care if he goes to jail for the 91 things he's done illegally. I, you know, I don't know what y'all are thinking. Y'all are a bunch of idiots, but um, I guess whatever. You know, he's the he's the winner, and we're not going to let him keep talking. Um, it's just, I mean, why? I, I, I know for some of you, you're like, what did you expect on CNN? I, I don't know. News? <laughs> That's what I expected. They let they let Nikki Haley say her whole speech. I actually thought I thought maybe okay, DeSantis would get up there and they wouldn't carry the whole speech. No, I mean his was only like three minutes long. Um, and then I thought when Nikki Haley got up and gave a very long speech, I thought maybe they'd cut her off. And I, there is a part of me that's thinking, okay, you don't know whether Trump is going to speak for five minutes or fifty minutes, and. You don't want to get yourself stuck in carrying the speech if you're not wanting to carry the whole speech. I I kind of I can see that. But it's one thing to cut away from a stump speech because you don't want to air what he's said many other times about these issues. It's there's vaguely something acceptable about that as an editorial decision for the newsroom. But you don't then come on and say and here's his lies and here's his indictments and here's why you're all idiots and, <laughs> and you just Man, wow. And listen again, I I don't mind people giving their opinion. I give you my opinion all the time. I just want to hold people to the standards that sort of they set for themselves. And this is far afield from journalism, right? This is clearly editorial. And if Jake wants to be an editorialist, great. But wow, that's okay. 437-1620. I'm Andrew McKay. A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's pep talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on pep talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Remember when washing machines were made in America, were solidly built, and actually got your clothes clean? They aren't a thing of the past. They are Speed Queen, and they are available at Topps Appliance. Speed Queen washer and dryers combine durability and technology into the best washers and dryers in the world. Speed Queen will change the way you think about washing machines. They're built to last longer and deliver exceptional wash results. Unlike many other washers and dryers with plastic parts, Speed Queen uses commercial-grade steel and porcelain components designed to give you at least 25 years of reliable, trouble-free operation. That's why they come with lifetime warranties, the best warranties in the business. See store for warranty details. 
Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to work and built to last. If you want durability, innovation, and perfectly done laundry the first time, then you want Speed Queen. See these great Speed Queen washers and dryers for yourself at Topps Appliance on Highway 90 in Milton, just east of Stewart Street. Thinking about a side hustle? Why not turn your hobby into a home-based business with a home embroidery machine from Daryl's of Pensacola? Daryl's Sewing has many embroidery machines to choose from, and they have single-needle or multi-needle machines, plus plenty of thread and supplies. Financing is available. Daryl's Sewing, 6705 North Davis Highway between Creighton and Burgess. Online at SewingInPensacola.com. The folks at Daryl's say, when you buy from us, you get from us. That's SewingInPensacola.com. Join the Pensacola Expert Panel Thursday at 10.30. As Cody Martin, the music director of the Pensacola Opera, discusses the kickoff of the 41st season with Donizetti's Lucia di Lammermoor. January 26th and the 28th, a tragic tale of the madness of matrimony. Learn more at PensacolaOpera.com and call or text in your questions for the Pensacola Opera at 850-437-1620. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Start your mornings off informed with all things Pensacola on the Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I pity the fool. So here's Buffalo from the 29. Right down the middle, they go for it. They got it! Recipient of the Josh Allen touchdown. Second and goal. We're looking that way to Johnson. There's the pass. And it's picked off by Elam. Oh boy, does he make up for those other two plays. Josh steps up, and he's going to get the first down. Oh, and there he goes. No one's going to get him. Breaks it for the touchdown. 52 yards. Unbelievable. 52 yard run for Josh Allen. It was kind of one of those funny runs, too. That uh, took him to 21 0 early in the uh, game against the Steelers yesterday, the Buffalo Bills trouncing them. But that uh, was an interesting one because you know how when a quarterback runs, they can kind of slide and then they don't get tackled. And if they get hit, there's a penalty on the defense. He kind of paused like he was getting ready to slide and then he didn't he just kept on running <laughs> and he I mean it was uh, to my way of thinking he kind of you know because if you're a defender you're always afraid that you're going to get called for a penalty tackling the quarterback so I think he took advantage of that a little bit it's either clever or you know shady on the rules what uh, do they Pitt, what do they call that in baseball a balk is that right it's a, no, yeah, yeah that's right it's a quarterback yeah. balk that's yeah, a that great should be a penalty that, that should that's a very good uh way to say it it's a quarterback balk all right um the uh, Pittsburgh then blocked a field goal and turned that into a touchdown, so they did look like they maybe had some hope, uh, but it never really uh, managed to manifest. There was an interesting moment, though. One of the odder things that happened during the game yesterday in Buffalo, you know, the, the like the fans were out shoveling the stadium yesterday to get it ready for the, like at 3 or 4 a.m. They were paying people to go shovel the stadium to get it, you know, ready, and there was still snow up in the stands, not on the field. Around here. Looking for Warren, instead going to the end zone. And only a couple of snowballs were thrown. No, saying no, no flag. Did, <laughs> some no Bills flag. fan did not want that to be a touchdown. 
That's not okay. That's not okay. Steelers no. threw a pass to the corner of the end zone, and somebody, at least one, I thought it was maybe two, but at least one person threw a snowball at the receiver. You can't throw stuff at the players. I mean, I know it's only a snowball. It's not like a bottle, but it, no, you, no, 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 no. 627 on News Radio 923. Jake's got traffic for us this morning. By the way, school's out today, just in case you weren't aware. That's I, I assume most everybody's aware. You get notices, but you know, still we had a call earlier. So school's out. Right, so, bleh, school's in, in. Sorry. In. 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 <laughs> school's in in both counties. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> school's in in both counties. You, you're looking at me like, what did you say? Oh, no. The, school's in. Oh, the puckering. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So, no, uh, school is happening in both. I don't know if it'll happen tomorrow. They'll let us know later today. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to be a little dicey see, tomorrow, yeah. I think. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, right. traffic on the fives and actual news with Jake. Yeah, between Jake Tapper and Jake from State Farm, I think I'm going to change my name. I'm going to go to my full name, Jacob. I, just, I don't know Yaakov. about that. Yaakov. Yaakov. Uh, I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds this morning. If uh, you're on Chase Street or Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all those are checking in clear, not showing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in Car City or uh, Burgess and Olive is looking good. Uh, Davis Highway is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton, Brent, and Fairfield. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, please let us know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Again, just to be clear, school's in today. <laughs> it's in. <laughs> Both counties. Although Escambia, Alabama canceled. Hmm. And I think, I'm not sure about Mobile, but, you know, I know Alabama's getting a much worse version of this storm today than we are. Uh, uh, David's in the newsroom with our headlines. David, hey, is school in today? Uh, school is uh, in today, yeah. Good, all right, yeah, just checking because apparently I wasn't too sure. Except at Escambia, Alabama. There you go, right. There it is not. <laughs> there it's out. Vivek Ramaswamy dropping out of the race for president. Ramaswamy suspended his bid after a disappointing showing in the Iowa caucus last night. He's now endorsing former President Trump. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is out of the hospital. The Pentagon said he was released from Walter Reed National Military Medical Center yesterday. He'd been admitted to the hospital for about two weeks now. And illegal migrants in New York City's migrant shelters are being put on a curfew. This comes apparently after complaints shelter residents have been going out at night panhandling and knocking on doors to ask for money, food, and clothing from residents near the shelters. Uh, the curfew applies to about 1,900 migrants at shelters across New York. Very good, David. Thanks so much for the update. Oh, the text. <laughs> Don't scare me like that, Andrew. I'd be freaking out over the school being closed. It's not It's not closed. Cough. Yes. <laughs> Jake's favorite part of the oh, show. Man. All the things for all these years you've listened to the show and loved. That's your favorite part. <laughs> it cracks me up. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. What else do we have going on? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Uh, oh, this is just kind of an interesting, you know, kind of maybe pay attention to this. A judge has ruled that the ban or attempted ban on carrying a gun into a post office is unconstitutional. Uh, so this is just, it's kind of a, it's a follow-up to a case. You had an, an employee who worked for the post office and carries concealed with a permit and basically got in trouble for having a gun in the post office, which I think you're, I didn't know you weren't allowed anyway, but okay. They tried to make it, you couldn't do it on a federal property. And the judge is like, no, that's not appropriate. You cannot ban guns in the post office on general principles. Sorry. Uh, that's too much of a place where the public needs to be able to go, and it's a, too much of an infringement after the New York decision from the Supreme Court last year. So just kind of an interesting case. We'll kind of see if there gets to be any appeal about that. Fox News, I'm Gian Gelosi. Former President Donald Trump with a landslide victory over his opponents in last night's Iowa caucuses. It would be so nice if we could 
come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all of the death and destruction that we're witnessing. That's practically never been like this. It's uh, just so important. He secured 51% of the vote. Ron DeSantis came in second over Nikki Haley. DeSantis telling supporters, I am not going to make any excuses, and I guarantee you this, I will not let you down. Entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy suspended his campaign, throw his support behind Donald Trump. And it was the coldest caucus night ever in Iowa, where wind chills had it feeling like 30 below zero. The cold is still gripping much of the country. Nearly 1,200 flights have been canceled so far today. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It is 6.31 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now we've got 34 degrees. It is mostly cloudy this morning in Pensacola. Get ready. An Arctic blast is coming. That's on the way. Northwest Florida forecast to receive its first hard freeze of the year. That'll be tonight into tomorrow morning. The National Weather Service says you should take action now to protect your plants and wrap outdoor pipes or let them drip overnight. Uh... Temps are expected to dip into the low 20s along the coast, into the teens once you get further inland. Uh, Of course, we're going to get more information on this with Brooke Richardson and our Channel 3 forecast here in just a few minutes. Pensacola police say a driver's in critical condition after crashing into a house at Escambia and Maxwell this morning. It happened at about 3.30. Public information officer Mike Wood tells News Radio occupants of the home have refused medical treatment. There is no word on what caused the crash, and we will let you know as soon as we learn more about this incident. Late-night TV hosts having some fun at the expense of Escambia County Public Schools. This comes after last week's report that about 1,600 books are now under review to ensure compliance with Florida state law. The uh, Escambia County Public School District in Florida, as part of their state's ongoing war against reading, is now considering, and this is not a joke, is now considering... A ban of the dictionary. That from ABC's Jimmy Kimmel, although the district did say they're not considering banning those books, but they are being reviewed. The district is also currently wrapped up in a lawsuit over books that have been previously banned. A judge ruled last week a lawsuit filed by publishers and authors would be able to move forward. Uh, Also, the Escambia County Public School District may have a permanent superintendent as soon as today. When the school board meets at 5.30 this evening, one of the items on the agenda is discussing the evaluations of Interim Superintendent Keith Leonard. And they'll also discuss the topic of superintendent selection. According to the evaluations, Leonard received a highly effective rating with an average score of 74.8 out of 88. Leonard, of course, was originally one of four finalists when the district chose Dr. Tim Smith, And following Smith's firing in May, there does appear to be enough support on the board for a majority vote to name Leonard the permanent superintendent moving forward. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thank you very much, Joe. January is National Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Local officials say the I-10 corridor means a lot of victims end up coming right through our area. Our interdiction unit caught a couple of cartel members on the interstate a few months back. And they had two little girls in the back seat, and um, the girls didn't know the guys' names in the front, and the the, the guys in the, the front couldn't identify the girls in the back, and they were heading to Miami. Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson, and he tells News Radio those girls were only 10 or 11 years old. He says many victims are taken to South Florida or other large metro areas. Johnson says that was only one traffic stop, and it's terrible to think about how many got through without 
being caught. Governor Ron DeSantis has reason to be encouraged by his showing last night at the Iowa caucus. That from a Jacksonville political analyst, John Daigle. He says after those results came in, uh, Donald Trump came in first with about 51 percent of the vote. DeSantis came in second, about 30 points back. Daigle says, though, recent history shows the person who wins the Iowa caucus does not always go on to win the Republican nomination. He says in 2016, Trump didn't win Iowa. And, well, we know how that ended up. One Florida lawmaker has now filed a bill meant to help people who live in mobile home parks. State Representative Paula Stark filed HB 613. It had its first reading last week. It's designed to empower mobile homeowners that are facing rising lot fees. Now, the bill doesn't cap the fees, but it does give uh, trailer owners an easier way to challenge those increases. It's 635 at News Radio, and Jake's got a look at our traffic on the fives. Well, we're looking really good out there on the roadways. No major accidents showing up and no congestion or slowdowns reported here on the map. If you're uh, on 98 this morning in Tiger Point, uh, headed westbound towards Pensacola, you're looking good. If you're uh, headed eastbound into Navarre and Winhaven Beach, you're clear all the way through. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace this morning. You're clear through the curve onto Scenic and uh, into Pensacola. And looks like Highway 29 south through Cantonment is looking good as well. If you do see anything out there, let us know. 437-1620, this traffic report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Executive Landscaping, call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. We are going to be seeing light showers in the morning with temperatures very chilly. Highs today in the upper 30s, low 40s. Overnight tonight dropping back into the 20s, feeling much cooler on Wednesday morning. Temperatures possibly feeling like the teens to single digits. As you go into Wednesday, sunny skies the high near 47 degrees. Wednesday night temperatures dropping into the 30s and we are going to warm up slightly for Thursday, 60 degrees for your high. This is Burke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, 34 in Pensacola, 35 in Gulf Breeze, 35 in Milton. Our next news at 7. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. The merger of U.S. grocery giants Kroger and Albertsons and the sale of the assets to CNS wholesale grocers has been delayed due to continued discussion with regulators. Both parties of the deal say they remain in active and ongoing negotiations with the Federal Trade Commission. The deal is now expected to close in the first half of Kroger's fiscal 2024. Kroger says it plans to invest $500 million to reduce prices beginning the first day the merger is complete, and it has committed to protecting union jobs with no plans for store closures or laying off frontline associates. Thomas Reuters has bought a majority stake in the Pagero Group. Reuters says Pagero's chief executive, several members of the management team, and employees have sold it their stock. Thomas Reuters had launched a $626 million cash bid last week, beating rival Vertex. And right now, futures are slightly lower. That's your money now. This ad furnished by Nesmet Taju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My 
brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes, and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com, and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow. Wow, that is fast. If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru. The men and women here at Anderson Subaru are committed to the Subaru love promise, a promise between us and our communities, a promise to make the Gulf Coast a better place to live, to work, and to play. And we're proud of what we've accomplished. From our ongoing support of the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association and Ascension Sacred Heart to volunteering with Feeding the Gulf Coast, we've conducted clothing drives for loaves and fishes and charity auctions for Gulf Coast Kids House, and we support Sherwood Elementary School in multiple ways. We're committed to the pets in our communities too. By supporting dog adoption events with Phoenix Rising Rescue, Barktoberfest with Pensacola Humane Society, and Potty Gras with Wolfgang Park and Brews. And the love continues through donations, volunteering, and monetary support. Anderson Subaru is making a difference in the lives of our neighbors and our community. The Subaru Love Promise. That's a promise we intend to keep at Anderson Subaru Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Are you ready for a triple dose of wit, insight, and laughter? Tune in to News Radio Pensacola for the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show from 11 to 2. Your daily dose of engaging conversation and hilarious banter. Join Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins as they tackle the biggest news stories, pop culture moments, and everything in between. They'll keep you entertained, informed, and laughing out loud from start to finish. Don't miss a minute of the fun. Tune in to the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show, 11 till 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Like sands through the Blackwater, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. And the only other form I have is from Melissa Simpson. Now, now... <laughs> I know that might not seem like the most dramatic of moments to you, but oh, trust me, <laughs> this is an oh, trust me moment, because Melissa Simpson is a uh, investor, developer, real estate broker, all, kind of all of the above in Milton, and in case you do not remember, there was an email chain between Mayor Heather Lindsay and, or uh, really, uh, to and from, it wasn't much of a chain, but okay, uh, I mean, a couple more, anyway, between her and Scott Collins, new city manager. And I had read this on the air, and I want to read it on the air for you because hearing it is going to be relevant to what you're about to hear, okay? She was talking about the location of 6460 Justice, the address of a property that he wanted to rent for space for the um, uh, the uh, the development. I forget the name of the department. Um, the, the, you know, the folks who approve development orders and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, and she said in this email, which I had read on the air previously, 
More work should go into this plan before spending taxpayer money on a private property. There's no evidence that a comprehensive search of properties has been done. It's a coincidence, I'm sure, that the property agent is Melissa Simpson, the owner. She's being sarcastic. It's a coincidence, I'm sure, that the property agent is Melissa Simpson, the owner, is the same person who outbid the city on a project Ed Spears presented to council last summer to purchase the old hospital on Stewart. Mr. Simpson and Mr. Patel are the same people who purchased property on 90 and MLK that is a gateway project, she has in quotes, uh, for economic development that Ed told us would be moving forward last summer. As far as I know, nothing has happened. So Melissa Simpson and Mr. Patel need some funding for their project. Maybe, there's a question mark, maybe our rental of space will give them the cash they need to do the gateway economic project. I have to see due diligence. What's the rush? Let's hear your full report January 18th before we commit these taxpayer dollars to benefit a private property owner who has not lived up to the promises that were made. It's interesting that this move is to relocate two departments who have been working with Ms. Simpson and Mr. Patel. They know the promises have not been kept. Why would property that uh, why this why this would property was chosen? I'm just reading it is very interesting considering the history. He writes back, I have no idea about any of the history of the projects that Mrs. Simpson and Mr. Patel have been involved with. I also know nothing about their business plans, business models, business relationships, or business activities. The operational needs at City Hall have outgrown our existing space to the extent that we are facing some critical management issues. I chose the property based solely on its functionality and proximity to City Hall. I then asked the planning department to visit the site to consider whether or not it would meet their needs. These were the only reasons the property was chosen. In another email a little bit later, he says, you know, I've seen from some of these cases how you're basically so difficult to work with that I don't plan to extend my contract after it's done. (laughs) That's what he said to her, okay? Okay, that's just backdrop. I want you to hear the backdrop because what's about to happen is um, amazing. Melissa Simpson shows up in the public forum, as you heard. Mayor Lindsay announced her. And Melissa Simpson was not happy with this email or with the fact that Mayor Heather Lindsay had written it to Collins or with the fact that this had become public record or with the fact that it had gotten aired on a local radio station that she had heard about, apparently. That's how it was told to me is that she had heard about this. And here's what she had to say at the city council. Melissa Simpson, Pace, Florida. It was brought to my attention in the afternoon of January 4th that an unprovoked and unfounded attack on my ethics, morals, integrity, and personal behavior was made in an email correspondence by the city's mayor, Heather Lindsay. The statements made lack any sophisticated use of available resources of public or private information. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. You write it down. If it's false and you should have known better, it's libel. Okay, it's defamation, right? Over the past eight years, I have worked beyond measure to create a brand that is Melissa Simpson. My statistical and research-based analysis, coupled with my pursuit of excellence, steadfast moral character, and unmatched work ethic, has gained me the accolades as my broker's top commercial associate in the state of Florida, in closed units and gross commission income, as well as the top 2% in the nation, one of only seven women to earn this rank. And also... These ingrained traits have resulted in the consistent success as I have been the top commercial agent in Northwest Florida for the past six years consecutively for my firm. I am also the five-time recipient of the CoStar Power Broker Award, a designation which acknowledges the top commercial brokers and firms in each market in relationship to other brokers and firms within the market. So she's unhappy, rightly so. She's quite good at her work, and she says... The libelous actions of the city's mayor ruined my good name, effectively causing a loss in my stature in the community, resulting in a loss of my livelihood and that of my employees. The malicious malicious and reckless use of my name with false statements places the city of Milton in a position of extreme liability. It does. 
<laughs> I mean, it really does. And without the need of a public records request, an online search of Santa Rosa County's property appraiser site would have produced the recording of two permits within the Gateway Redevelopment Project. One completed, the other open as work began on January 2nd of 2024, as well as the acquisition of an additional property adjoining the site in April of 2023. The attack on the Gateway Redevelopment Project also appears to have now resulted in the loss of a tenant. Uh-oh. As Atalanta Investment Properties, LLC, was informed on the 6th of January, the determination of the lease was to commence effective immediately. So the publication of these emails in which Heather Lindsay alleged things against Melissa Simpson to Scott Collins, she says, Melissa says, has cost her a client, has cost her status in the community, is false based on the facts that are easily discoverable, and... For the more suspicious... A dive into the personal into the property appraiser on Windermere LLC shows the ownership of 21 properties, not including the newly recorded hospital building on Stewart Street that is mentioned in the correspondence and is also under a notice of confidentiality with the city. The continuous efforts to undermine my client's interest in the property appear to breach this confidentiality. Hmm. There's more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, there's more. Let's get traffic on the files before we come back to this, Jake. I'm not seeing any major accidents or slowdowns uh, to report here this morning. Looks like 98 is clear through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. Uh, Highway 90 coming out of Milton and Pace is good. And if you're coming in through Cantonment on Highway 29 South, you're looking good there as well. Uh, I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds and uh, not showing any delays on Burgess or Olive. This traffic report is brought to you by Publix Supermarkets. Clear your to-do lists at Publix. With Publix Pharmacy, you can get meds, flu shots, and groceries all in one trip. Visit Publix.com pharmacy to transfer prescriptions and more. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. So back to the Milton City Council meeting where uh, there sometimes is drama, where there sometimes is uh, new kinds of drama. And in this case, allegations against Mayor Heather Lindsay that she has libeled a local businesswoman and a real estate broker, uh, Melissa Simpson, who was at the city council meeting explaining what needs to happen now. It is my current position that the following action be taken by the city council. The city council required the mayor to produce a statement which is to be read into public record by the mayor at the next city council meeting with the recanting of all accusations made against myself, specifically stating that her statements were false and not based upon any evidence-based research or information obtained, merely gossip. She is to state Melissa Simpson's personal finances or that of of the clients she represents are not of her business or concern and will not be mentioned again. And... To be clear, I am not requesting an apology or intentions of improved performance. The written statements are actionable and completely unacceptable. I have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into the city of Milton and created jobs for your constituents. An attack on my good name will not be tolerated. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Had there been a mic to drop? (laughs) So... Yeah, this is bad for at least the mayor, possibly for the city. I don't know what a defamation lawsuit would entail. Uh, If she lost a client, even a recanting would not solve that problem. So, yeah. Um, I I like Melissa Simpson a lot. She seems like a really sharp lady. I've never met her. She just... um, she knows what she wants to say, and she says it, 
And then she doesn't mess around, and I appreciate that. Uh, Jeff Snow, city councilman. Mayor, I'd like to talk about what the last participant just spoke of. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a, another example of attacking business in our community. He says, look, this is embarrassing for us. And this is very reckless on your part. And it's unfortunate, it's embarrassing to this council. Uh, we've worked very hard to be business friendly in this city because for 30 years we are known as not being business friendly. This is a complete example of that. It continues. And it's not the first time. It's not a mistake. It's done on purpose. And he says that, you know, she accuses people of wrongdoing without fact. It says, um, you know, it, it's appalling and reckless. And I'm just appalled at this. And uh, <clears throat> thank you for your comments, sir. Were you finished? I am if, done. If, okay. And then her response is to say, can somebody just help me understand this a little bit better to Scott Collins? Scott, if you could please let me know if you have any information at a later time, doesn't have to be right now. Um, I had asked you some questions uh, in, a, in an email, and I, I assume that's what she's talking about. So if you have any more information at a later time, you could help me figure out what I need to correct. That'd be great. Thank you. I mean, the emails are public. They were sent to the other city council members. They've already talked about them at the previous meeting. Gavin Hawthorne even said, um, this is ridiculous. What are you doing? Jeff Snow says, there's nothing unclear about this. Okay, so if there aren't any... Mayor, with, with yes, that sir? being said, you, you know what you're saying in these emails. You've said it before with people applying for grants. You've questioned their ability. They should sell a building if they need a grant. There's numerous examples of this. It's very... There's nobody misunderstanding what you're saying in these emails. And, uh, you know... Me personally, I have to do mop-up, go and say, hey, it's still a great place to do business here. What, what he's getting at there is that that had been her previous um, response, is that people didn't understand me properly. In the previous meeting, she said... Well, I'm sorry you interpreted me that way, but I appreciate your remarks, and I will certainly uh, consider not writing any emails that could be misinterpreted so, so much as they have been. Well, but, I mean... I'm with Jeff. They're not misinterpreting. We know exactly what you were saying. It's not unclear. That's the problem is that it's not unclear. Uh, but her final thought on the subject. Thank you for your comments. This is in the meeting and last I week. I will look forward to hearing more from the city manager about the details of this. I think it's not helpful to responding to Ms. Simpson to try to get into the details of it here because I wouldn't want to make a problem that she's identified any worse. So I'm sure that Scott will help me understand it at a later date, but I certainly do appreciate your concerns. The questions I asked were not based on any personal bias. What? All right. What? <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, she's, I hate to point out the obvious, but she used to be the city attorney for the city of Milton before Alex Andrade was. Surely she knows what the law is and what defamation looks like and what it sounds like and what happens when you write it down. And yeah, I mean, just, Okay. Okay, we'll see, you know, like many other things, we'll see. But um, I will say this, there was a time a month or two ago where Scott Collins um, said that what his goal was. <laughs> I love Scott. I really do. Scott is a really good city manager. He is fantastic at his job. He just, he mentioned that he wanted to cancel the days of our Milton soap opera. And I will just say this, 
So far, not exactly canceled. <laughs> not, not, not entirely. 624 News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a new year, and that means new savings on your next Volkswagen from Pete Moore Imports. Remember 0% financing? Well, it's returned to Pete Moore Imports and is now available on all 2023 Volkswagen Tiguan and Taos crossover models. In addition to 0% financing, Pete Moore Imports is discounting those models like the 2023 Taos SE, now from $31,245, and the 2023 Tiguan SE R-Line, now from $34,791. Both discounted models offer 0% financing for 60 months and with the new year comes the 2024 atlas se now from 38696 and the 2024 atlas cross sport se from 37361 start saving this month at feedmore imports they're not in car city so you won't pay car city prices feedmore imports is on new warrington road pensacola special apr rate for qualifying credit through bci sale price before tag tax title and associated dealer fees plus delivery by february 29 2024 for details. Let's be honest, nobody likes taxes, but they are necessary to maintain roads, support schools, and fund public services. Wouldn't it be great if someone else paid our taxes? In Escambia County, they do. Our beautiful community draws millions of visitors who spend over a billion dollars each year. The taxes they pay help lower the tax burden for locals. Tourism works for all residents and businesses in Escambia County. This message brought to you by Visit Pensacola. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way to successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel this Thursday at 9 the Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. 4 to 7 on News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. Gas 307, Florida's 306, Mississippi is 267, and California's 455. In Navarre, it's 257 east at the, is that the Walmart? Uh, it's the Tom, Th- uh, the Thumberland Farms, semi-counts, but okay. Uh, everybody else has 267. Uh, 265 at the uh, Tiger Point at the, I think that's the, the Circle K. Yeah. Uh, getting into uh, proper, it's going to be 289. If you're in Milton this morning, it's 277 at the Raceway, 276 at the Pea Ridge Murphy, and a couple of stations through Pace have 277 on Nine Mile. The Walmart has a uh, 273, a secret price, 273 at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29, and then 275 at the Murphy on Navy Boulevard. Uh, Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake. 
right. So this traffic report is brought to you by Barberry Plumbing. Looks like I-10 eastbound just after the Davis Highway exit. A vehicle crash is being reported, causing a little slowdown headed over Escambia Bay toward Avalon. Uh, but it's not too bad right this moment. Uh, Brent and Bayou, we have a crash showing at that intersection, but no slowdowns showing. Uh, otherwise, Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear, not showing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in Car City, and no delays on Burgess or Olive. When it's time to call a plumber, call the best of the Bay winner, Barberry Plumbing, at 477-8782. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. It's kind of a weird start to this half hour, uh, so I apologize. I have let us get off track entirely. David Wayne has got our headlines for us. David? Well, former President Donald Trump, the big winner in Iowa yesterday, falling just one vote shy of coming out on top in all 99 of Iowa's counties. Apparently, Nikki Haley actually defeated Trump in Johnson County by a single vote. Oh, God. I knew there were I knew that one was close, but I didn't know. I thought the last I saw she was ahead, but by one vote. That's wild. All right, Jake. Um, will there be a defamation lawsuit against Heather Lindsay? Oh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Will she resign? No. I think no. Will she apologize? No. Yes. Dependable traffic on the fives. Weekdays on News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.